0: Hello and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host Christy Martin and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Lynn Louise Larson, and I am really excited to have Lynn Louise on. She is a certified hypnotist and she is going to share more of her story with us today and more about what she does and how she helps others. So Lynn Louise, again, thank you so much for giving your time to be here to share with us. So if you didn't mind, do you want to introduce yourself and just kind of tell us more about what it is that you do?
1: yeah thank you so much for sharing your audience with me it is my mission in this life to help transform as many lives as i can and give people hope to their own transformation and how i do that is i help women let go and overcome like completely heal from their past trauma so that they can Get rid of all those money blocks, all those money fears and step more deeply into their higher purpose and open that floodgate, not only to serving people at a higher level, but being able to attract the money that they desire and deserve actually into their life. So that's what I do. I am referred to as the cosmic Valkyrie.
0: I absolutely love that name. Um, like I said, I've been—I was telling Lynn Louise a little earlier that I've been following her on uh, Facebook recently, and I absolutely just love watching your post, what you're doing, all of your encouragement, your tips. So we'll talk about that later, where you'll also be able to follow along with Lynn Louise. But so, what? What really inspired you to? Start helping women in this way. What what's the story that kind of led you there?
1: Mm, yeah, so women that desire to be entrepreneurs, we normally desire it because we've been called to do something greater. And when I popped out into this earth, that was my mission in life. I wanted to serve on a big level. Like I, I'm an Aquarius, so we want to change lives. We want to let our fleet free. Flag fly, you know, like we're humanitarians. And I was just like all on board in my early years. That's, I was going to change the world. And when I was 15 years old, I was sexually assaulted by an upperclassman and a friend. And that night, my self trust ran away with my voice. And even though my logical brain knew it wasn't my fault, my subconscious started saying, Oh, no, Lynn, you can't. You can't trust yourself. You can't make decisions for yourself because you were the one that got in the car in the first place. And so after that, the whole direction of my life began to change. And I decided I allowed other people to start making decisions. So go to college, get a degree, work your way up the corporate ladder. And I did all these things. When I got into college, I worked my way through college by working in a bank, working my way up to a loan officer, which is actually the first, the highest level that you can get to before you end up in VP. So after I graduated college, it was really easy for me to start climbing that corporate American executive ladder. And from the exterior my life looked great. I had the corner office. I had the income. I was able to afford an apartment that most people in San Francisco wouldn't be able to. I was able to go out and drink with my girlfriends. I, could, uh, I had a great boyfriend. I had season tickets to the San Francisco Symphony and the opera. I looked from the exterior like my shit was together. But on the inside, I was struggling. I was making multiple six figures living paycheck to paycheck. I would go home at night and emotionally eat and crack a bottle of wine open only to finish the whole thing. I ended up in this beautiful 44th floor office. And one afternoon, I'm standing there looking at the fog rolling and off of the bay like I did every day. But it was that one particular day when I was gl- looking out and all of a sudden it hit me, I'd climbed the wrong mountain, that this wasn't my dream, that I was living someone else's dream, that all everything that I had dreamt of as a child and what I would, came to earth to do had fallen by the wayside and I was living this lifestyle that wasn't mine. I felt like an imposter. I felt like I'd been beaten down. I didn't know how the hell I was going to change it, but I knew I couldn't continue doing what I was doing because it was literally killing me. I was, you know, so incredibly unhappy. I was overwhelmed. I was stressed out. I was depressed. I was destroying relationships because of it. I was going from job to job in my career Thinking that if I just found the right job, if I just made more money, it would change everything. But that moment, I realized everything that I had done into this point was trying to find my purpose and my joy through external circumstances. And that it was time to give myself permission to take my healing and my journey into my own hands. And so I deep dove. I like spent... You know, a decade studying, trying to figure it out. I hired mentors, I hired healers, and I did it. I healed, I completely healed. I found the magic elixir, I put it all together. And now it's my mission in this life to deliver that method to the women out there struggling with the same thing, like knowing they're meant for more, knowing that they have a higher purpose, but they can't step to that they can't seem to step deeply into it and they definitely are struggling with consistent income because of it. I am super passionate about this. There's no room for struggle in this life.
0: So I really want to touch on um you know your story resonates incredibly with me because I feel like my you know journey mirrors the same and I want to come back to share an experience here in a little bit. But you know When we're talking about, I almost think of like breaking through that next level. It's like trying to break through that next level. Like you've hit almost this kind of wall with this far, you know, that feels as as far as you can go and you have something to kind of work through. How do you start working, you know, with women to identify what that might even be?
1: Yes, there is a method to my madness. And I have a eight week program that I deliver this method in but the first state is always becoming aware of where you are aware of your thoughts, aware of what you're doing. You know, most 97% of the population is operating from autopilot. They're just focused on the present. Like what is my life right now? What do I have right now? And especially when we're talking about letting go of past trauma and money stories, You're operating from those past experiences to determine what your decisions are going to be right now in the projection of your future. So understanding that those past experiences, decades old, are influencing the decisions that you are making now based on those experiences, and they're keeping you trapped and they're keeping you stuck. They are trying to keep you safe, they're designed to keep you safe, but they're really keeping you stuck and trapped where you are manifesting more struggle more pain more lack it's all your three-dimensional brain getting in the way of who your higher self is and what you came here to do so the first thing that i help women do is bring awareness to where they are right now because so many of them are in this we like to call it a glass ceiling, right? In the corporate world, we're like, oh, it's this glass ceiling. But when you're looking at entrepreneurship as a woman, it is a box. You have put yourself into an invisible box and it's full of all of your beliefs, your rules, your ises, I like to call them. This is this, this is that. And you can't expand past that because you are operating at the capacity of your capabilities. So you don't know how to get out of that box. And I always ask women, if you knew you were in this invisible invisible box, would you wanna get out of it? And of course, everyone is like, yes, yes, I want out. And then I say, okay, the instructions to get out of that box are on the exterior of the box. So in order to get out, you have to have the instructions that are on the exterior of the box. The exterior of the box is me. That, that, we have the information because we've done it. We're there. So I'm giving you, I'm delivering you the instructions on the outside of the box to get out of the box. Because you can't get out of it from where you're at. You can't know what you don't know.
0: That's powerful. I love the way that you explain that. Um and I love that phrase, you can't know what you can't know. That's a great reminder, too, of um what's popping up for me is when we tend to beat ourselves up for things that have happened in the past or ways we've handled things in the past, or you know, ways we've come at problem solving, or, you know, like you said, the patterns that we've been running this programming for. T- 20 plus years. Um, yeah. You know, as we start to make these changes and we start to become aware and we start to make these shifts. Um, um, my husband actually says this a lot to me along those lines of like, you know, better now, like you can't, can't dwell on the past. Like you didn't know what you didn't know, then now you know better and you do better. So I felt called to throw that in there.
1: <laughs> yes. And understanding that the past doesn't exist. So take the lessons that you learned from it and then let it go. You can't change it because it doesn't exist. It happened, but it doesn't exist. So what I really help women do is release that past Forgive themselves and others move into the present, allowing themselves to work from 100% possible, like possibilities instead of limitations.
0: I love that. I was just talking about uh, possibilities yesterday, because I'm real into human design. We were discussing um, one of the gates that's all about possibilities. So um, have that on the brain, anything as possible.
1: 100% possible, 100% of the time. I
0: love it. So, I wrote down a question here. It's really about kind of interrupting, interrupting this programming that we've had. Cause like you said, we're operating like 90% of our day from this programming and automatically, you know, there's so many habits that I have that I'm like, why do I do this? And I'm like, it's just because it's, It's subconscious that's running. Um, You know, we interrupt with awareness. What are some of the other tools that you use with women to kind of help them interrupt those patterns? Do you do
1: like energy healing? The first thing that everyone needs to understand is everything you have and everything you don't have is a result of your subconscious habits. That's a really tough one. So that means that everything in your life is a result of your habits and these are formed in the subconscious. So most women are trying to take on habit changing from your logical mind and your habits are formed in your subconscious mind. So you're trying to change them by saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. This is what I'm going to do. But the thing is your subconscious is where your identity, all your um, long-term memories are, all your habits are in there. You cannot talk your way into changing a habit. It doesn't work that way. You have to speak the language of the subconscious, which is imagery. So this is, this is a process. it's really beca- it's really about changing your subconscious identity and who you are, who you are showing up as and who you want to be in this world, understanding that you're the creator of your own reality. So when you're looking at habits, one of the easiest ways to change the dynamic of your habits is by getting into action not allowing that subconscious mind to talk you out of it because it's going to do it in every way possible because it's designed to keep you safe. So there's a couple of things. First, you have to have commitment. 100 that commitment to your transformation? There's no wishy-washy because if you are wishy-washy, you're not going to change. You are going to stay right where you're at or get worse off. Because your subconscious will always win. So when you're approaching habits or beliefs that you want to change, you have to understand that you have to be 100% 100 committed. Then you're like, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to start going to the gym. This is going to be great. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to become the healthiest version of myself. So you'll notice that it's really easy for those first few days. You're like, I'm doing it, I'm there, you know. Monday, you're great, Tuesday, you're great. Wednesday, you're still eating healthy, it's really nice. And then, you know, maybe by Friday might be cold outside, might be tired from staying up later the morning, the evening before, and you wake up that morning and you're like, oh, it's snowing outside hmm, maybe it's safer if I don't get on the road today. I can always do it later. This is your subconscious. I'm going to argue you can always do it later. You know, just go ahead and sleep in. Your subconscious will always win if you do not get into action. So one thing is get your ass out of bed and get up. Get moving. This is going to shut that subconscious down. And you're gonna be able to be in the direction and taking the momentum that you want with that 100% commitment, right? So literally getting into action is going to stop that subconscious from talking you out of it. So now you have that knowledge. The audience has that knowledge. Oh, when she's talking to me and trying to talk me out of something, the easiest way is to get into action. Boom, one. But you have to be committed to your transformation. Otherwise, she's going to talk you out of it. And to understand that this is a process, your transformation doesn't happen overnight. It's not like ordering a book on Amazon and getting it at 3 p.m. You have to allow yourself to transform without forcing it. People treat this. I see this all the time. Some uh, client will say, okay, I'm going to join this yoga class and it's going to be so awesome. I'm really excited about it. And they join it and then they come back to me and they're like, yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was. I stopped. I gave up. I see this all the time. And I'm like, so what you're telling me is you're treating your enlightenment journey like an Amazon order. And if I don't get it by 3 p.m., I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to give up. I didn't see any results, so I'm just going to stop. That's what this journey is not about. You have to allow. You have to allow it to come. You cannot force it. If you're trying to force it, it will never happen. And you can't expect it on your terms. This is not about immediate gratification. This is about allowing enlightenment into your life and letting it flow. And the harder you push, the less you're going to get it. So in, in my method, I combined subconscious reprogramming, that's everything that happens in your brain, that internal fight that's keeping you playing small with ancient healing and wisdom. And that's connecting you to your higher self, allowing you to use the tools that you have available to you on this earth with that also that ancient wisdom from what we're taught when we, uh, from, uh, where we have been in the human race, but also from the higher source, because this journey, you need both. You need to understand that this three-dimensional brain, this muscle that you have attached to this belief system that it is who you are, Needs to be released and you need to come into the fact that it is not you. It is part of this physical vessel that you are utilizing in this one life for your expansion. You are on this earth, but you are not of it. So understanding the role that your brain plays and that dichotomy between, oh, this body is me because that's what your brain is telling you. This body is me. This is who I am. This is the all of me is not true. It is the vessel that you are using in this one life to utilize in your expansion because we expand when we are in this carbon-based form. But it is not all of you. So coming into... I am that mind with a capital M is who I am. I am source. I am not part of source. Boom. Mic drop.
0: (laughs) I love that. I have to say that uh, something that was a really big game changer for my thinking is exactly what you're touching on. The thought of, um, you know, my body is just my vehicle here. You know, it's not me. Uh, being able to separate that from myself was such a huge thing because it 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 almost allowed me to stop this fight between, you know, I can't exactly explain it, but it allowed me to stop this fight and take a step back and look at the body almost as more of a machine, almost like my car. Like this is my, my car to, you know, walk me around this earth plane, this physical plane. Um, why am I taking such terrible care of my car? Like, you know, putting being unkind to it, putting crap in it. You know, I, you know, had battled with alcohol addiction and, you know, eating disorders and all these, all these things that we battle with, you know, as women, as we fight our bodies, as we do all this healing and all the crap, all the crap that, you know, uh, comes up, we deal with all of that. That was a a really game-changing thought for me. Like, I I need to treat this more like a vehicle because it's...
1: And love it. So our brain is the pharmacy for the body. It's the one that like creates all of our habits, all of our regulation, like it regulates our body. So when you think of it as it is the pharmacy of my brain, it is not who I am, but it's helping me maintain these. When you look at it that way and you go, oh, so my brain is creating these, this emotional eating, my brain is creating my compulsive shopping, my drinking, my, you know, these habits that were formed, these habits and beliefs that were formed for my past trauma decades ago that are playing out, they're validating and they're keeping me in this continual struggle. They're keeping me in fight and flight. It's your brain that is creating these outcomes. And when you can, Calm your brain and live from a state of meditation. And no, meditation is a lifestyle. It is a state of being. It is not a practice. You can, when you heal, like the women that I work with, when you are completely healed and operating from a state of awareness and a state of consciousness that is so highly evolved, you don't have to practice meditation because it is your state of being. It's really important to understand that when people treat it as a practice, it is a doing behavior. When like the Buddha and, you know, Confucius, all these, these ancient healers before us tried to share that it is a state of being It is not just a practice. Yes, quiet time is important to your evolution, but when you really sit and think about it, how much of your life is spent in monkey brain is spent busy in thought, right? When you can calm that down and you're not operating with that internal fight, that internal struggle in your brain, it leaves all this room for expansion because you're not busy all the time trying to fight that internal fight or flight.
0: That's, that's powerful. When you treat it as a practice, a can't talk when you treat it as a practice, it's a doing behavior. That really just, um, that was a mic drop for me. <laughs> um, Wow. 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 I have to think and process on that one. But um, what comes up for me is I think, gosh, yeah, I, I've treated meditation as a practice and like, I didn't get my meditation in today and Um, but it's funny when you say it from like, it's a state of being, I think of like, I'm constantly surrounded by chaos. I have five boys that are at home with me still. Like we're homeschooling. It's like noisy as we speak. I have noise canceling headphones. I don't have to hear them. (laughs) And so I I think that like, I'm trying to relate this experience of sometimes it can be so chaotic around me that, um. Like I don't have time, like I can't find that physical silence like you were saying, but sometimes I have like this ability to just kind of shut it all out and just like tune into the body and the breath and just like uh, this ability to kind of calm myself and find my own calm, peaceful, uh, quiet space um, kind of metaphorically. I feel like I'm doing a really bad example explaining this, but
1: <laughs> I think I understand so there's a couple of things to understand when you're thinking about doing right like the doing behavior, because a lot of women are operating from have do be so when you're saying when I have more calmness in my house when my kids are not at home, then I can do the things like meditate and you know create healthier lifestyles and then I'll be the woman that I want to be right that's what that's what coming at that in that direction can create that is not the genesis of creating have do be does not create you have to first be the woman that will do the things to create the outcome that you desire so when you're looking at it from okay who do I need to be in this moment what is that woman who is living in that state of meditation? What are the characteristics that she has? Is she, you know, the characteristics, she's low key, what you know, I don't know what they are for you. Like, for me, I'm, I'm strong, I'm empowered, I'm confident, I'm, you know, uh, I have different things. Mom's probably patience is one of them, right? um patience loving compassionate whatever you know like figure out what those characteristics are and then so you be that woman now and then you do the things you need to do to create the outcomes that you desire so here's the thing as well like always remember that your children are learning from you so when you create and you live from that when you be that woman, you are being the role model and emulating the things to them to help them create that state of meditation, that that lifestyle to carry into their own lives, right? It's really important because on the exterior world and society, the world teaches us the way the world is. So when they're in this unit within their home and they're Uh, And they're learning from you and your example and the strength and this being. And then they go out into the world that is teaching them stuff like it's noisy, it's cruel, it's, you know, there's a lot of sexism, there's a lot of racism, there's a lot of things out there, they have a more powerful place to operate from and realize that that three dimensional world that is teaching them is only as powerful in their life as they allow it to be. So they're not operating from the same limitations that we were raised with because they came into this three-dimensional world from a fifth dimension perspective. We are be, we're having to be taught that because we are not part of that world. We have to learn it, but they came into it immediately so they can view it much differently than we can. So I highly advise any women that are moms that are listening to this to reflect on who they are being. And this is one thing that I'm so, so super passionate about is really like my whole thing is allowing women to let go of their past trauma, because as long as they're carrying that around, They are mimicking their past trauma to their children subconsciously. Their limitations are coming through in everything that you do. It comes through in everything. So if you are emotionally eating, you are teaching your children how to emotionally eat. If you are struggling with money from paycheck to paycheck, you are teaching your children that struggling with money is. You cannot say, oh, they're much more, they're stronger than I am. They're, they're smarter than I am. Because you are teaching them your limitations, no matter what you think. And you, and hear it once again, you are in that box. You cannot get out of this box alone. You need to seek someone out who has gotten out of the box, whether it's me or another mentor to help you get out of that box. Because as long as you're in it, your children are going to have those same patterns. And I know every mother does not want the same for their children. You want them to be successful at what you want them to find their higher purpose. now, instead of waiting until you're you know, until they're in their twenties, until they're in their thirties, until they're in their fifties. You want them to be able to make money at what they love in abundance and raise their children and your grandchildren in a more empowered, enlightened, conscious way from possibility, not limitations from there's enough to go around for everyone. And, and we're all put on this earth to help everyone and each other he'll grow and evolve so when you're looking at your children and you're looking at what your three-dimensional life is and your and your interpretation and expectations you're mirroring that to your children and a lot goes back into your words right absolutely i'm a deep diver i'm totally deep diver. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. Do you see me over here? I'm just like incredible. I can't wait to like, you know, go back through this and and process. I'm a slow processor. I'm a thinker.
1: Well, and I'll be completely honest with you. I deep dive and I go really deep. It takes more than one listen for most. And like in my program, people are like, oh my God, we're all, we have to move on like week two. Can't we just hang back here? And I'm like, Nope. (laughs) we're going we're going i love it i you know
0: i feel like we could go on and on for hours just talking about things and this has been really incredible um i would love to know you know like you mentioned it really is um it's a game changer having a mentor to help you along so what ways are you working with others you have great programs one to one and where can we find you at
1: yeah great so i do one on one coaching and that incorporates my regression hypnosis, so it's kind of a package deal. Um, so I do offer one-on-one coaching. I have an eight-week program that I'm not sure if this is going to air when I'm in uh, when the doors are open, but I do have a. Waiting list that you can get on to be to make sure that you are there when the doors open because I don't keep them there for long. I do offer free webinars and stuff like that throughout. I have a Facebook group. It is aligned A F yes A F because I drop drop the F bomb all the time. Entrepreneurs on Facebook. Um, I am the Cosmic Valkyrie, so. I do have a freebie, a free gift that all of you can download. It is Three Easy Steps to Overcoming Destructive Habits. And you can find that on my website at The Cosmic Valkyrie. That is The Cosmic, and Valkyrie is spelled V-A-L-K-Y-R-I-E dot com. And it's on my first page. You can find it. Um, and I also will be attaching my wait list to the front page so you can get on. It's an eight week. It's an intense paradigm shift. As you can tell from this interview, I do not mess around. My whole Dharma in this life is to get rapid transformation. So it's a rapid recovery masterclass Intense but you are guaranteed to start getting results in the first two weeks. I love that.
0: I love that. Incredible. So we are going to have everything linked in show notes. That way you'll be able to go down, connect with Lynn Louise, um, and then go straight over to get that awesome freebie and to get on the wait list. And I would love to just kind of close out. Do you kind of maybe have a closing thought for us or just kind of a message you feel called to share?
1: I'm going to mutilate this quote, but it just came to mind. I think it's Zeng Zhu said. The warrior first, something like the warrior first must win in his mind before winning in battle. So become that warrior in your mind first to get the outcome that you desire. Incredible. Incredible.
0: I love that. So Lynn Louise, thank you so, so much for being here today, for giving your time, for dropping all of these enlightening bombs on us. So everybody's going to need to go back, make sure that you save this episode so you could come back to it, because I think that this is one you could listen to over and over again and and catch something new or different every time.
1: (laughs) I should, I'm going to mention this too. I do have the Cosmic Valkyrie podcast, so I try to keep uh, my Monday episodes nice little small nuggets under 15 minutes. And then on Wednesdays, I have Warrior Wednesdays where I have guests come on and share their own personal stories and how they stepped deeper into their higher purpose to serve others. And they're just inspirational and, yeah, life-changing. So,
0: yeah. That sounds incredible so i always i always love meeting a fellow podcaster too who's who's just sharing their voice and you know just in the podcasting world it's
1: an incredible platform thank you so much for having me of course
0: thank you so much for joining me today for the self project podcast I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin and let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review and I will see you next time.